Oh, you know what time it is. What time is hear it? this voice right away. Oh, the substitute teachers are yes, in. Yes, the substitute teachers are in, and they are drunk off CBD-infused <laughs> coffee. Uh, welcome. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Season 108, Episode 4 of The Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. You know, this it's a podcast where we take a deep dive into the shared consciousness of these United States and off the rip say, fuck Coke Industries, as in the fucking Coke Brothers, as in the Coke-topus, and fuck Fox News. I always think it's so brave of you when you say you know, it's it's hard virtue signaling on a daily basis like this. You know, it gets really exhausting, you know, being an SJ-dub yeah. out here in these streets. Uh, it's Thursday, November 14th. My name is Miles Gray, a.k.a. I was born Mr. Miles of Gray. I would do it again, but it's repetitive and you get the point. Thank you to Hannah Soltis for that, uh, a.k.a. Born in the USA. That's uh, Bruce Springsteen, correct? Absolutely. Fantastic. Moving on. I have avoided embarrassment (laughs) once more. And you already heard that that hunting voice (laughs) moving through the air of one legendary frequent podcast guest, sometimes comedian, writer, host, and luminary. But I primarily go by frequent podcast guest. Frequent podcast guest and think tanker, (laughs) (laughs) Jamie Loftus. Okay, okay. Let's see how I do today. I'm gonna come some scabs, put the wet ones in my pocket. I, I, I'm rubbing, Beetlejuice is tugging, my hot takes are disgusting. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna come some scabs. <laughs> that was worth it. That was, that was worth you. the wait. Thank you, Alex. Oh. Uh, that was from at Daniel Woods. Uh, thank you for that. That was a Halloween one, but I, I saved it. I oh. saved it for... <laughs> I, lo- I mean, I'm going to come some scabs. I'll get that tatted. I like how the last... Well, do you, you're familiar with the whole debate. Yes, yeah. wet scabs versus dry scabs. What kind of scabs does Beetlejuice come? What, what it, yes. When he ejaculates, what comes out? Wet scabs or dry scabs? Yeah. I believe them to be wet. That's... Uh, yeah, I, I say dry, dry. I know. Dry shuffling deck of cards. I feel like oh, like, interesting! Like a bunch of poker chips. Yeah. I feel like it's, <laughs> yes. those are those are some thick guys. Yeah. I feel like it's just like like the the human male. It's like there's there's like there's the dry scabs, but they're carried out through the wet scabs. Yeah. Well, um, but it's, it could be a very violent process. Poetic. You're yeah. just pa- it's a very dry operation. It's very a I lot like of to friction. Think of very clinical, very dry, and I don't think it feels good for him. Um, well, I'm glad that was the first words our guest uttered, uh, and I would like to formally introduce our guest, uh, first-time guest, someone who is, I've actually been a fan of, unbeknownst to him, uh, from his sketch comedy days on YouTube. Uh, please welcome the hilarious Alan Strickland-Williams. Thank you so much. It's good to be here, and I. this is just nice to really flex my... Um, Come scab expert <laughs> yeah. uh, muscles right away. Really I, I normally don't. Trust. I normally don't get to do that on. Yeah, podcasts, well, you have so a degree in fun. hydrodynamics, so yeah. it's, you're very concerned with the flow of. I wonder, is there? I, I went to I went to dirtbag medical school, so I know I know about cum scabs. <laughs> cum scabs. I actually used to teach the the first class on uh, cum. cum scabs one hundred one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I took cum scabs one hundred two. Wow. Well, yeah. Okay, so you've yeah you've you're out educated. I love yeah. this already because it's like cum scabs cum scabs anyway impeachment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the vibe that of the show. You know, thing, this uh... is kind of how America works. You know, yeah. we're all over the place. We'll talk. You that's know, true. Look. Actually, before we even get to know you, we're going to tell people what we're talking about, okay? Oh, Not yeah. just cum scabs. We're going to be talking Jason Biggs. <laughs> is uh, He has a new role. Very scab. interesting. <laughs> um, then we're going to check in with the impeachment testimony. Girl, I'm talking about hmm. impeaching this creep. Uh, because we had some <laughs> bombshell testimony uh, yesterday, uh, as well as just some of what's kind of bubbling on the right in response to all of this damning testimony. We will get to a very, very important story um, about the war that we are waging from the left on Thanksgiving um, because we have conservatives shook um, because we've, you know, I, I guess one, it all, all it takes is one Huffington Post article and then the world comes falling down. I said comes. And then I and, have to come scabs coming. Um, and also we'll talk about Disney Plus, uh, Moby got a sick new tat and some <laughs> other just, some other sick ass shit, dude, because it's the DZ. Uh, but before we do all that, Alan. What's up? What is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Oh, I the last thing I searched was Donna Rice, who mm-hmm. was the um, woman that uh, Gary Hart was having an extramarital affair with. I forget why. I was listening to something or watching something, and 
she came up and I was like, I wonder what she's up to these days. Yeah. So I checked, I checked her What's out. What's she up to? What's she, doing? she, she pretty quickly, not pretty quickly, but after, um, maybe like 10 years or so after she was proto Lewinsky like type. Cause this was 84. This was 88. Eight. Okay. Uh, was the election year. I, this might've happened in 87. Got but, it. Got um, it. Got it. I think in like 94 or something like that, she became the head of this organization called Enough is Enough that basically is like, you know, uh, standing as a stalwart against things like this happening and, uh-huh. you know, rehabilitating oh, wow. like, uh, what's the word? Um, your like reputation and things like that. Um, so, and she's been pretty actively and continuously engaged in that since then. Hmm. Um, and she's still a babe. What, what, what Love. was your fascination? Are you big into politics? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess so. And I, I really can't remember what what clued me in to, to look it up, but I think I was watching something or listening to an interview where they mentioned her. Oh, right. New York. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, what happened where to her? Where are they now? Like, where, cause like, cause like, in, you know, every once in a while, like Lewinsky will pop up and something. Right. And I was like, oh, I wonder. With a fire you know, tweet. Why don't they talk? Yeah, she, she drops a lot yeah. of takes. There, I mean, but is she like on the front lines of that stuff as well? I mean, it sounds like she is. Yeah, I think right? so. Yeah. Yeah. She should be getting she, more press. She seemed very active. Yeah, I read the the. I mean, the movie kind of sucked, but the, I read the front runner last year, and it's just like that's what it was, Jamie. Yeah. The, I someone it's the front runner. That's why I read it. I was on the oh, Wikipedia okay. page for that movie because Hugh Jackman was in it, right? Sorry yeah, to cut you and off. Alfred Molina. No, Sorry. that was all I had to say. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. The book is really good. I I enjoyed the book a lot because it was like actually good, you know, like solid reporting, and it just sounds like she just got like I mean. It, it always is, but like the rawest deal. Right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. The and smear. There, there is another. There's another book called What It Takes. That's about it. Pretty much everyone that ran in '88, except for um, because he came in late to the race, so the reporter that wrote it didn't have enough time. At least that's what he said. Uh, for Jesse Jackson, didn't get a fair shake in the book, but it like it goes into Dole and H.W. and Dukakis and Dick Gephardt and mm. Gary Hart and like all these. People, it, it was a very interesting. It's like a tome, but very good read. Nice. If you're into campaign stuff. Well, now I know something about you. You like the campaign. I guess stuff. I do. A little yeah, bit of a walk over yeah, here. Sure. Um, what's something that you think's underrated? Underrated. I said limeade. I feel like we're Ooh, always we're, wow. we're always doing lemonade in an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I've Go been on. experimenting with like some limeade and some like a limeade and like a, a black tea. Or like, oh, okay. like sort okay. of a fucked up Arnold Palmer situation. Well, yeah, no, no, that's not fucked up. And that's then all, refined. And then also like just taking like a like a like a Modelo or Pacifico and throwing some limeade in there. Mm-hmm. Great. Whoa! So like a weird shandy, like a lime shandy. Yeah. Wow. That sounds yeah. nice. Yeah. Like underrated. A, Very underrated. Yeah, like a sh- shandy mexicano. Mm-hmm. Wow. I like it. That's. Man, I really like that. Not enough people come in here talking that limeade shit. <laughs> yeah. Where do you? Uh, what kind of limeade are you buying? I usually get the stuff at TJ at Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like sort. Well, now they've updated the packaging for it, but uh, but yeah, it's just like it, it'll last you like maybe a week or week and some change. What do you mean? Why why will it last you a week? Depending on your drinking habits. I mean, I you know I like to like a uh, you know I you're like cutting to... it with other things. <laughs> yeah, you're not drinking straight limeade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're not well, wild because it is a, it it can be a lot like just to drink. The limeade yeah, straight, yeah, yeah. it's pretty yeah, powerful. It's there strong. was some company was making a cherry limeade for a while that I was drinking. Oh, oh Spindrift. I like is that. it? Well, Spindrift has raspberry lime, like no, a raspberry this is a lime straight seltzer. up sugary. Oh, okay, as fuck gotcha, juice. gotcha, gotcha. I think it was maybe like you know Califia Farms type gotcha. shit or one of those places, but uh, <laughs> I loved it. Um, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, this is classic go-to for me: cucumber. Wow. Yeah, I, I think cucumbers oh, are like shit. the most overrated on thing. Go on. Ah. Why? Yeah, Why? I just, Why? They do Why, not, they, sir? They do nothing. They do nothing for me. They're goggles. The they goggles, do they do nothing. That's, nothing. That's, I'm fine. That, I'm fine with that. Yeah. As the, as, for spa treatment, cucumbers, yeah. exactly what they should be used for. Oh, but for. as goggles, they do something, but <laughs> they, the, the cucumbers, they do nothing. But not like in water or like... Uh, cucumber sandwiches, like we 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 just don't need that. Is it just because oh. of the the flavor is a little bit because it's not very in, uh, intense? The or flavor, pronounced? the 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 mealiness of the texture, the wow. yeah, that's I, a that is an extremely high. I, I love, love cucumbers. Me too, but I think it's because I used to say my favorite food was cucumbers when I was little, but it's because my favorite food was salad dressing, and you can't <laughs> say that. and just eat the because you, you would you to, would you drink that out the bottle. 
I would. I oh, absolutely. Like soup? The Catalina dressing right out the bottle. Damn, it's incredible. It's very sweet. So glad you I, moved I, on to I, other beverages. <laughs> yes. When I was a kid, I used to take um like the the like lettuce that like the Italian or the ranch was on, and which is yeah. now I I could not t- look at ranch. I hate ranch now. I but don't apparently, like as ranch. a as a kid, I like used to take it. And just lick it off, and then put the lettuce back in the. Like bowl. you're eating like an artichoke. <laughs> yeah, like, like the thing we're just like it's garnish. Mm, yeah, it's <laughs> we don't need that. It's a spoon for ranch. You don't eat a spoon. You lick the goodness off the spoon. I can't do ranch. I, I don't know what it is. I will. So I and Q, I did a podcast recently where they're like. Pick a food you hate, and we're gonna make a ton of food. I did that one, yeah. So, I, what's, uh, that, what's that podcast? It's called Try, try it, You'll Like try It. Try You'll Like It, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, I picked cucumber, and the one thing that I had that was really good was called, I think it was called cucumber miso, um, which oh, is a, miso a, cutie in Japan, yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like you, you, it's literally just using it to dip in salad dressing, but it's like this miso paste stuff, yeah. Oh, and I was like, nice. oh yeah, this is great. I, I was like going to say, like, for me, I'm half Japanese. My introduction to cucumbers is like that, where mm-hmm. you're just having miso on there. Or, like, Chinese cucumbers, too, where you just use, like, a bunch of garlic and chili oil. And okay. And they're sort of a, half marinated a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when you eat it, they're the fucking flavor. It's almost like oh, a pickle or something? Yeah, in a yeah. way. But the flavor, it's, I think it, it you overcome the blandness, gotcha. if you want to say it. But I think the Persian cucumber and the Japanese cucumber are our are, are greatest uh, offerings to the kingdom of Cucumber, mm-hmm. Cucumberland. Um, finally, Alan, what is a myth? What is something that people get wrong, or you know, you know the truth behind something that people get wrong, or you know that you may have had something wrong and find out what the truth was? It's a very convoluted way of saying. My myth is that vaping kills. Hell yeah, Ooh. bro. Because <laughs> I don't think it does. Yeah, well, certain kinds of chemicals <laughs> in vaping products kill. Because I, because I vape and I'm not dead. Yeah, well, it seems. Well, I mean, that's all the. There was a. And there you go, science. Uh, <laughs> meet, meet me wherever you need to. Check me out, cause see you're in the wrong. funny papers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think yeah, a lot of it. People, you know, it was that vitamin E oil acetate. Vitamin E, yeah, vitamin E acetate. Yeah, that was the thing because it was a lot of black market THC things, yeah. and then they wanted to just sort of extend that into vaping. Obviously, there's still some research that maybe has to be done there. But what's interesting about that whole thing is like. There's a group of really avid nicotine vapors who are like ready to revolt against the president, mm-hmm. who are Republican, who are like Trump supporters, who are like, do not come for our vape vaping. juice. Well, what's his wow. name? Um, there, there, You could see video of him, the guy that got in trouble for like his wife. Duncan Hunter. Duncan Hunter. There, yeah. There's video of him in. In vaping, Congress, in the, vaping. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like, wow, that yeah. is, that's the dream, really. <laughs> yeah. To, to like utterly disrespect, not that it's disrespect, I mean, I guess. I mean, and he was like, but he was like, blowing clouds, yeah. dude. Like, he was not just vaping. Just like, he was like, yeah, dude. I was like, a discerning <laughs> vape judge. There, I like, just. Oh, I'd like to be recognized. <laughs> <laughs> I yield my time. <laughs> I, I yield the remainder of my hit. Yeah, to... the, the remainder of this cloud. I'm, I'm like overly cautious. I don't know. This when I found out about all this stuff that was being published, I just like made. I, I was trying to make my boyfriend stop, but he just stopped in front of me. That yeah, right. There you go. That's yeah. how it starts. He's still, but but as Alan pointed out, he is not dead. Yeah. So, ah, I see, do. Important. See, yeah. you got to look at the facts. So really. I do think that, like, I kind of low-key was actually looking at it because I was like, I really do vape a lot. Um, <laughs> just for just Like for nicotine? Weed. No, oh, just, just for just What do you use, like a Pax AeroPod? Use the little oil cartridge? Oh, I just, I just, I go to the, dis- I go to the, the dispensary and I get, like, whatever, there's, like. Stizzies? I use, I use, what do I, Loon, Loon, I believe is what it's called. L-E-U-N-E, I use that mm-hmm. a lot. And then I use one called Dom Pen a lot. Oh, yeah, I know the Dom Pen. Is, um, it, is that disposable? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 they yeah, both yeah. are. Yeah, um, disposable. But Bro, you got to get on that reusable battery life, man. I, I, uh, guys, stop vaping. <laughs> Dude, we're fucking. <laughs> we're, God, please stop. We're vaped out of our heads on God, this weed okay. shit. You know what I mean? I don't vape. too many facts about well, vaping. Well, for me, vaping, like, it's good <laughs> for, like, nervous. it's good for, like, <laughs> you're, like, the concerned aunt of the dinner, like, I didn't know that. I really so don't much. think we should be vaping. I, that's going to be fine, auntie. 
Like, let's go vape in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah. Look, I I actually don't vape too much because it just doesn't doesn't get me there. Like I need to, like I need it to. Not re- like flower does. The reason why I like vaping is because I can do it at my office job, right? And do it at my desk oh, and yeah. stay there and just work and like, right? And it doesn't get me as like whacked out high. Sure, sure. So I'm just sort of low level, like not losing my mind, not being mean to anybody for no reason. Right. Just getting my work done. Oh, doing normally my you're just a monster. I just I get stressed out, especially when I'm like at work and have shit to do. Yeah, like, yeah, So yeah. it's like it, it's nice to have that sort of low level. Like you seem so even keeled right now, or unless you're you've been vaping out of my mind. On, out of your mind, vaping. <laughs> <laughs> He's nearly terminally vaped right now. <laughs> I actually am the. I'm a ghost of. Vape cloud, yeah, right now. <laughs> like the black smoke and lost. <laughs> like, dude, I don't know if that's you Alan or the, the souls of the vaped. A... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's move into the news. Uh, Jamie, you have the uh, the huge responsibility of co-hosting yeah. with me, a totally disorganized person with a lot of distractions Listen, and hyperactivity. I have a question: What is the news? Very well, great question. Can you answer that, Jim? I think, well, we got we to gotta start with the heavy-hitting stuff. Okay, first. Do. Yeah, we'll guide us through so, this. So, okay. I said, what's some what's something going on? So, right. So, yeah, you said find something, some find some light fare of what's going on. Yeah. I've got a story that I think is criminally underreported. Okay. Uh, Mucinex, through a press conference this week, and announced Jason Biggs as their new guy. Uh, and there's what do you mean? Is their new guy? Their new, uh, their new spokesman. So he came. He came to. I mean, it's Jason Biggs. He's not that famous. So he's just promoting Mucinex Night Shift. He's not the whole brand. Got it. They don't need Biggs for everything. They right. just need him to take the night shift. But if you see this picture, uh, oh my we'll god, put, there's a picture of the Mucinex guy, Mr. Mucus. Mr. Mucus. Show some respect. Uh, they also rebranded Mr. Mucus, much like we had talked. We're going to talk about Chuck E. Cheese later. Uh, but Mr. Mucus used to be that like I'm walking here in New York guy, yeah, like with like overalls on and, and a wife can... beater, and you're like he's he was maybe toxic. So now we've rebranded Mr. Mucus, and now he's wearing a flannel. Oh, and, and he t-shirt. looks like a alt right meme. Like it he... looks like a fucked up version of Peppy the Frog mixed with Slimer from Ghostbusters like and an off brand Ninja Turtle, looking like an earless, badly rendered Shrek. Like yeah, but... I mean it looks like a booger. Or fuck some shit that will come out your body if you had a sinus infection. It's great that Jason Biggs now is a is um like associated with multiple fluids that come out of your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what's he's next? got the cum and mucus yeah. thing. If just... it's viscous and gooey, <laughs> you're just Biggs like, is your man. Well, how I'm curious. How do you guys feel about Biggs being the is guy? Because I have my bracket going. Will he be the no, voice? We don't know. It seems like they're maybe taking the temp by throwing this press conference. They're, Just a weather balloon, seeing what it, what it does? It was reported on in page six. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Biggs has an extreme plan to avoid getting sick this year. He, say, he says, and, and I think he's, you know, I think he's trying to prove that he could be a spokesman. Quote, as much as I take precautions when cold and flu season approaches, as much as I like to think that I really strengthen my immune system, I always end up getting sick. And so he told this to Page Six while promoting at, at the Mucinex press conference. Is he that hard up for money? That's a weird mo- – I'm trying to really well, look at, like, career – what we're doing here. Well, so, so I think that this opens an interesting discussion that okay. I hope will continue and this is why on, we're, this in is why you're future here. episodes. Uh-huh. I'm here to really set up yeah. uh, some food for thought. Uh, so uh, as Alan was saying upstairs, the former Mucinex spokesman was T.J. Miller, um. who uh, is no longer – working very much uh so i think <laughs> mucinex you know he he got uh what, did, what got was tj miller in trouble for uh rape and assault uh, oh fuck that's right he was in trouble for some really 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 bad stuff and it makes sense that mucinex would sever this tie yes right mm-hmm. it's interesting to me that they would then go to jason biggs who also has not not that level of bad but do you remember like when jason biggs was on orange is the new black and then he was phased out because he was such a like misogynist asshole. There's like all these stories from like 2013, 14, like back mm-hmm. when that show was getting started, where I guess he's just like a he's just like a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, what did he say? He's a receipts loftist. All right, we've got we've got some shit. There's a salon article from 2012 because of course there is. There's a lot of salon articles <laughs> that year. 
but basically, he went on like a misogynist tirade on Twitter and then doubled down, refused to apologize. And then Orange is the New Black was just like, well, you can't be on, you can't be on Orange is the New Black. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those weird conflict of interests, like when, yeah. I don't know. So and do you think this is how, the extent to which the work has dried up? I would I would wager it seems like not a lot of people want to work with him and so he's like he's mutinexing. But he fucked a pie. He I mean in his defense he fucked a pie. Yeah. yeah. But like, I think I don't know. I mean is it an indication what does this say about Biggs? What does this say about, about mutinex? Well, yeah, what does it say about their campaign? <laughs> hashtag wake up human. Well, I'm, I'm, I will interesting hashtag I will, for this campaign. I will yeah, say it, it it maybe it is the perfect marriage because um like no one no one wants to be the Mucinex person, right? Right. Right. I like, mean, speak for yourself. TJ Miller was just the voice, right? <laughs> he wasn't outwardly like chumming it up with a person in a suit that looked like green cum. Not that I know of, but he was definitely the voice of he the green He was the voice, cum yeah, yeah, yeah. For okay. some time. Yeah. Well. It's one of those things where it's like, like a lot of guys don't want, or a lot of actors don't want to do like stuff about like Viagra or yeah, whatever because they don't want to be like associated with it. I'm like, only associated right. with erectile dysfunction at this point. But B- yeah. Biggs might be... And you're a millionaire. Biggs little might be just perp. This might be, this yeah. might be, this might be his, his autumn of his career. Or this he like, or yeah, this is like I the know. dream collaboration for him. He's like, I really love the product. Which is wild because he's like in his late 30s. He's not... That, but I mean, he's, he's he's not in his forties yet. I he feel like he might 40s. be. Yeah, maybe he is. He's forty one. He's yeah. forty one. Okay, Whew. he's got a bunch of sons. He's got a really. Put, yeah, he's got a bu- he's got a small <laughs> got a bunch of harem sons. of sons at this point, and so Musinex is going to put food on the table yeah, for his I many guess sons. So. Oh, he didn't okay. work at all in twenty eighteen. No, I think that he is kind of like low key blacklisted, like be. terrible to work with. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, the so, plot thickens. So that's the Bigs update. Well. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Um, and let's let's just marinate on that uh, and take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, Wednesday, the official public phase of the impeachment inquiry has begun. Girl, I'm talking about impeaching this creep. Impeach that creep. Um, so, yeah, George Kent, Bill Taylor went to the Hill, uh, and boy, it was not good for the president. Um, I think it's there isn't really anything new. Uh, they were both beyond credible. Uh, they were just very calm, no matter what kind of, uh, you know, sort of frantic questioning was coming from the right. Um, when you look at it, like Kent is like a third generation in his family to serve the country, like in some form or another, Bill Taylor is basically fucking like Captain America. Um, and they both said like the shitty parts out loud that Trump was pressuring the Ukrainians into announcing investigations into the Bidens in the 2016 election, Mm -hmm. um, in exchange for military aid to fight Russia, as well as a Oval Office meeting, uh, which is a great uh, optic, uh, you know, one up for a newly elected president such as Zelensky. End of story. Boom. That's it. Any further questions? Um, yeah, it was also I mean, the one thing that was new is Taylor also said that there was like a new little thing that he hadn't known uh, that he had learned after his first um, round of testimony that was behind closed doors mm-hmm. is that. He found out through one of his staffers that in Kiev, Gordon Sondland called President Trump directly on his cell phone to discuss basically like the really? like where the pressure campaign was and wow. how it was going. Um, and then afterwards, Taylor's aide asked Gordon Sondland, he goes, how does how's Trump feeling about Ukraine? And his answer was basically like, all he cares about are these investigations. Hmm. Well, I mean, that certainly seems so. There's to another be the way. sounds like Trump direct yeah. line, um, yeah. and you know, it, it was a little odd too. I mean, I, I'm sure some of you saw a little bit of the back and forth, but the Republicans, like when they had their sort of swipe at it, it was just a lot of lame questions and distractions. Whether it was like trying to put like Obama's policy on trial, or if it was trying to say like, yeah, but the money flowed ultimately. What, my question: Do do you know? I would assume that Kent and Taylor are Republicans, right? I think uh, they probably either can't, one or two of them are. They probably can't be like open with it, but it, it seemed to me like that was the interesting part. Just watching a little bit of it, it was like, oh, the 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 Republican like congressmen are going or Congress people are going after 
Kenton Taylor, but it's like, dude, they're you yeah, guys are all that's, the same. Yeah, that's why yeah. they couldn't really go after their character or anything else. Yeah. And it had to just be like really lame stuff. It's like, did you know this political article came out and like the Ukrainians like didn't like Trump, so they were meddling, right? Because Kent was wearing a bow tie. I'm like, that guy is a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants you to know. Yeah. Like, I, he dares Tucker Carlson to say something spicy about it tonight. He's like, I'm dressed like you. I mean, it was kind of, I mean, it was kind of comforting to see that the, like, the blowback from the Republicans was that weak. I mean, there yeah. truly was nothing there where they had to go 10 years back to try to dig up exactly. something like well, that there's, there's, even appeared relevant. They have no fact witnesses to rebut, like, what these the testimony of these witnesses are. All they can do is be like, yeah, but you didn't talk to Trump directly, did you? He's like, no, but I talked to the ambassador. Like, I talked to the guy who just talked to him. They're and like, also, it's like, that's what everyone's trying to do is talk yeah. to him directly. So what And is also, that? it's really weird that uh, Sondland had a direct line to the president because a lot of other former ambassadors are like, first of all, that's very odd that yeah. you would know that. Secondly, Trump was trying to act like, I don't know her. Uh, about Gordon Sondland. And oh, also, and like, when Peter honestly, said that he was a great American. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> dude, you were on the phone with him being like, give me a, a status update. One of, <laughs> one of the one of the congressmen was like, um, isn't it true that Obama was born in Kenya? They're just bringing it back to yeah, that. Yeah, right? Oh. Essentially, yeah. He's like, uh, was Obama Muslim? It's like, I'm sorry, I, I don't, what? Uh, I'm here to answer about what the president's actions were. Um, I think, you know, again, there was just, it's, it's it's going to be tough for them. And every witness who goes up there makes it painfully clear what the situation was. And no yeah. matter how much the right tries to obfuscate and sort of distract us by being like, well, again, the thing it seems like they were really trying to hammer home was, but the money and the aid actually flowed eventually. So, like, it was only, like, attempted extortion. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, they're not going that far like it was attempted, but they're saying, well, what's the problem? There were no investigations and the money flowed without really – Pointing out the fact that I believe the aid was released on September 11th, which was like one or two days after the White House found out that there was a whistleblower. Also, complaint. they're still trying to make the investigation happen through this. They're trying to bring in Biden and Hunter to it. Right. Through like acting as if it would be uh, inappropriate to pursue the president for trying to um, carry on an illegal or initiate an illegal investigation. By legalizing and normalizing it and bringing them yeah. into the process, it makes no fucking it's sense. Tough. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's just like the when the facts are that much against you, it's like, we're just going to scream. But listen, it's like a very wise man once told me, mm -hmm. facts, they don't care about your feelings. Wow. <laughs> Who was that? There's uh, uh, some guy I dated. <laughs> 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 he got me into podcasts. He was really, he really, he really encouraged me to start a podcast. <laughs> Did he say that in between vaping? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then he, it was like, babe, would it be hot if I vaped in your mouth? <laughs> Could you imagine? Remember, like, stop kissing me and vaping. Me. What? So like, can I blow a ring in your mouth? No. Yeah. This is relevant to the discussion. Hold on. You dated somebody who thought it was hot to blow a vaporing into your mouth? Yeah. But you know it was what? it wasn't long. Okay, that's fine. Look, I'm not trying can't... to yuck nobody's yuck. Did they have a curly handlebar mustache? <laughs> yeah, right. Was there they a big dastardly? They had fingerless leather gloves. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, just like the fucking biker gloves. <sighs> Oh. Someone with that's like, well, is it shocking that that person has the same first name as my father? No, no. of course not. And let's not dig mo too much into that no. one. Um, just sort of like the GOP lawyer didn't dig too much into uh, hey. the facts. And we're back. There we go. Brought it right back around. Back. Um, the guy who, like, obviously after the the questioning from uh, the chairman and the uh, ranking member, which was Devin Nunes and Adam Schiff, um, they basically then had time to have like lawyers ask questions to do something a little more focused much better i will say than the muller when muller went out publicly this like this looked and sounded as damaging as it had to and was effective i think but um one of the you could tell again the facts just are not on their side because when he was talking to bill taylor bill taylor was saying like there was an irregular channel of diplomacy and he was referring to rudy giuliani mm -hmm. um and rick perry etc just like the fucking three amigos gang that was going around doing their own shadow foreign policy. Terrible reboot. Um, the <laughs> fucking, but the argument to like that about being like, well, it's Rudy and Rick Perry started like rattling off their qualifications. Um, this is what the GOP side lawyer said to Bill Taylor um, and said, you know, in later questioning, quote, 
Kasher outlined the qualifications of some of those Taylor had named as being part of the back-channel negotiations, including uh, including serving and former diplomats. And then this is what the uh, lawyer asked, quote, this irregular channel of diplomacy, it's not as outlandish as it could be. Is that correct? <laughs> and then he like choked back a laugh and he was like, I guess it could potentially be more outlandish. Yeah, but could they you didn't murder. Three ways yeah. In yeah. Which... Like what? But it could have been like worse, right? Like at least these guys kind of know about government. It sounds like they're in a punch over room. And they're like, can we make this? How do we bring this to an 11? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least Rudy wasn't like, Distorting his voice using a machine and wearing a mask, right? Yeah. Like, that's better, right? <laughs> Almost. Like, at least he did it, like, as himself, right? Yeah, like, he could have, like, you He know, didn't do it in he, character. He could have been, like, Goody Rulliani and, like, right. made up a fake name and stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. he didn't. Like, he's a good guy. He's a good guy, and, like, it could have been worse, dude. Yeah. He could have been wearing blackface the whole time. Yeah. That would have been really outlandish, right? Like, yeah. so, really, like, what's this all about? Um, and then, again, as this was going on, you know, Trump, uh, through, I think, Stephanie Grisham, uh, the, you know, whatever you want to call her, the spokesperson, mm-hmm. press secretary, um, said that, you know, the president's just too busy to watch, even though he was, He like, watches everything? 100%. Even though he was, like, retweeting in real time a bunch of shit like that people were doing during it. Donald Jr. was like, it's it's so boring, dude. This is so boring. Like Maybe that's the plan is to like put so much shit on TV that Trump feels like he has to watch that he just his brain explodes or something. Like <laughs> right. he just can't he just says he can't process all the different streams of information. I'm pretty sure though they're going to just like end up being like, dude, the truth is for nerds. Really? Yeah. Like if you think about it, like really weak people rely on the truth. And, like, strong people just fucking deceive and fucking take. Well, that seems like what this has all been heading towards, right? It's just, like, bamboozling people so much that they're like, well, you, it, it doesn't even matter anymore, right. like, what the truth was. Because it's like, this is more interesting. Well, that's the only way they can try and fight. I mean, it's not even an argument, but it's yeah. like they're running out of shit. Pretty mm-hmm. soon it's going to be like, yeah, but uh, did Jesus really die for our sins? It's like, yeah. what? I'm sorry, what? Huh? Um, and again, just to sort of see how the right was operating during all of this, um, if you were watching the Fox News coverage this morning, um, as Bill Taylor was reading his opening statement, which was very damaging, especially to see how calm, credible he was reading, um, this is so right after his opening statement, Adam Schiff would then begin his questioning to fully draw out more details. Mm. This is how, if you're watching Fox News, this is how it would have sounded to you if you're you're watching one of the more important impeachment uh, inquiries that's happening in our lifetime. Yeah. And I'm now looking forward to your questions. I thank you both for your testimony, and I now recognize myself. 60 second break, back counsel. with questions in one minute. <laughs> Master Taylor, I would like to begin. At Humana, we believe <laughs> At Humana. Wow. Uh, Couldn't even. I mean, really? So if you're wondering why your aunt and uncle can't hold discourse with you at Thanksgiving this year, that's because they They're didn't actually see They're hitting them with another it. one. Yeah. Um, and then again, you know, just to sort of like kind of get a temperature around not just this inquiry, but what's happening in the Senate, because eventually if the House does impeach the president and it goes to the Senate, there would be a trial there. And a lot of people are like, well, what are the Republicans going to do? Because they have the majority there. Um, and a lot of people think that they would just outright be like, nah, we're good. Mm-hmm. Not guilty. Let's keep it moving. Um, but however, John Cornyn from Texas, uh, he says he's not sure they have the votes to even do that. Quote, there's some people talking about trying to stop the bill, dismiss charges basically as soon as they get over here. I think that's not going to happen. That would require 51 votes. They have 53. So to keep that in mind, he said, I think it would be hard to find 51 votes to cut the case off before the evidence is presented. Uh, so that's, I think a bit of an indication that there are a few people who aren't willing to fully fuck around. Yeah. Um, but it would, we still need a lot more if we're going to, uh, remove the president. He's 67. <sighs> um, and then also just in swing States, just sort of looking at the support for impeachment and removal. There was a survey of voters in Florida, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. Then we're going to the White House. Like, we're going to Washington, D.C. Take over the White House. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for, like, so these are all states that went for Trump um, and found that basically a, like a, a majority of uh, voters in those states supported impeachment and removal. So it's um, it's it's definitely these, these. And this was before the like public hearings. So yeah. I think things might shift a little bit more. That's encouraging. Um, let's move on to something that someone actually has been being encouraged a lot recently, mm-hmm. and that is Hillary Clinton. Uh, she oh. went on <laughs> BBC Radio 5 um, and 
was half teasing another run, as she said on the podcast or radio show she was on, quote, I, as I say, never, never, never say never. I will certainly tell you I'm under enormous pressure from many, many, many people to think about it. It's, but I, as of this moment, sitting here in this studio talking to you, that is absolutely not in my plans. She, it's 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 so sad because it's like she her language has even like become Trumpified. She's like, people are saying they want me to. Many many right. people. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's like no. Mostly my She's ego. Taking on the hyperbole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. I mean. Hard, hard. No, we're all socialists now. You missed it. Like we're all, we've all. You had your shot. You got swindled. Yeah. I mean, I think it. it, It's weird because a lot of the takes around this sort of little nugget is like, you know, with Bloomberg basically about to hop in, it's showing that like the electorate's really unsettled and like not really liking the candidates they have to pick from. Like, I don't think that's That's true at all. That's just the billionaires, the Wall Street crowd, who have been really able to rely on Democratic presidential candidates to be like, I got your back. Um, right. those people, the one guy who is, is slowly rotting before our He's, eyes. Oh yeah. Um, and He's someone should just put him on timeout. Just, I mean, please, <laughs> someone put Joe Biden on timeout. Um, and then the next two people in line, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Want nothing have, to do with them. Put right. their fucking, yeah. they got, they're salivating like the cartoons, they're, you know, like they want to <laughs> fucking eat, eat the rich basically. Yeah. And I think that's These a big. These fuckers want to eat the fucking rich. Not <laughs> <laughs> on my watch, Hillary. I fucking understand. I mean, yeah, it could be Hillary and the Musa next guy running for a president <laughs> together. Uh, 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 Clinton Biggs. Go Biggs or go I mean, that who knows? I, 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 that's a like, funny as, looking ticket. As a star of American Pie. pie yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, you know what I do with uh, you know threats from Eastern Europe? Put my dick in. Uh, I've I, I surreptitiously videotape them and live stream it. I cu- I, <laughs> I colluded uh, with Natasha or Natalia. Yeah. That, oh Natalia? Natalia? Natalia. Natalia. Yeah. We did it. We did a Bechtel cast on that episode and it was uh you won't imagine. It didn't do it didn't Tracks, do too huh? well. It oh, didn't do too really? it didn't do too well. Um when did did we talk about America? Oh wait, didn't we talk about it at our live show a little bit too? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. cuz we did the Matrix and a bit of American Pie when we were oh, American, uh, Wow, what a what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Um, you got to okay. come to the live shows. So I just do want to um again as as promised reveal our plans um fully transparently for the war on Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh because that is apparently what the right uh, believes is what's happening right now. Um, oh, this is like really, <laughs> it's really shaking me to my core to even think about. Um, so last year, uh, you know, Trump said like there were fundraising emails that are saying like he's the man who brought Christmas back to America. So like this I whole theme it. of like it so much. war on Christmas, uh, which is goes all the way back to the 20s uh, when Henry Ford was accusing Jews of <laughs> having a conspiracy to abolish Christmas. We love those optics. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the that's the that's the fuel tank that this war on our holidays is sort of yeah. running that, from. That's what Ford uh, versus Ferrari is about, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ferrari was a big uh, yeah war on Christmas guy. He's, yeah, there's like a lot of shitty things. Like, I bet he's a Jew. And you're like, what? It's, he's Italian. Henry Ford, please. Ford versus Just Ferrari could be about anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. Are they playing cars? Could is it cars? Dude, it's about Le Mans, man. You They're, know what I mean? I don't have a driver's um, license. I don't know what the fuck this is about. Yeah, you don't need to. If, I'm pretty sure if you don't have a li- driver's license, they won't allow you into Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard you have to see it at a drive-in movie theater. <laughs> right. In an, old-time, it. in an old-timey car. Um, so what happened was is there was a Huffington Post article that was just a very, you know, pretty objective take on like what the environmental impacts are actually of Halloween. If you really look at like what it means to engage. Oh, thanks. Right, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whoopsie. Spooky. I'm already trying to erase Ooh. the holidays. See, just show my bias. Um, <laughs> even in the fucking article, the author says up front, no one should be discouraged from enjoying the holiday or celebrating with family and friends. Okay. And then sort of saying, this is what I just want people to sort of think about. Not even that, like you just canceled Thanksgiving, but this is sort of what it means. Uh, meat and meat byproducts, cheese, butter, heavy cream, for example, have a larger environmental footprint than plant-based ingredients. 
According to research done by Carnegie Mellon University, the carbon footprint of a 16-pound turkey creates a total of 34.2 pounds of CO2, the same amount produced by turkey gravy, cranberry sauce, roasted Brussels sprouts, mashed potatoes, rolled biscuits, and apple pie combined. <gasps> okay, so that... Then they were like, you know, if you if you if this really matters to you, you could try sourcing your ingredients locally, um, like whether it's like the wine you're getting or herbs or vegetables mm -hmm. and maybe a smaller turkey. But they're just saying, hey... There is a connection. Right. But right. not even to be like, it's canceled. However, because the, the way I think conservative thinkers move is, hey, they're like trying to make me aware of something. No, they're trying to they're cancel it. They're attacking it. it. Yeah. Awareness is cancellation, basically. <laughs> and that's the fucking take they went on. Uh, Sick. First up, uh, like Fox and Friends, they were just sort of like, uh, you know, they're trying to cancel Thanksgiving is the word, uh, the phrase they were using. Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. Canceled. They're saying, yeah. And it's urging people not to travel to see family. Don't eat meat. Eat veggies. It's, uh, I, I don't it's know what to disgusting. do. disgusting. It makes me sick. And then Diamond of Diamond and Silk yes. uh, fame uh -huh. said, I get tired of people that has lived their life and have ate meat telling others not to eat meat. Don't tell us what we can and cannot eat. If you have a problem with climate change, stop driving cars. Ride on your horse to work. You do everything and you then can eat it. to fix the climate, but don't <laughs> infringe upon my right to have Thanksgiving with my family. No one is, no one even fucking mentioned it. But this is right. sort of like, this is how this whole media operation runs is like, okay, how do we sort of make ourselves diametrically opposed to our friends and neighbors? I mean, to play into their narrative, if there was one holiday that should go, that's it's, the one I'm voting for. It's Thanksgiving. For. Yeah. yeah. For so many reasons. Yeah, sure, sure. For so, I mean, but I mean, even strictly scheduling wise, no one wants to go home twice in a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, you just you, get in an argument and then finish it on, you know, you, you, in December. You, we could always just have a new holiday that's just called Eat Food Day. Yeah. Right. And just every do that. Day. That isn't like <laughs> disrespectful to millions of people who were murdered. Like, you know. And then also oh, isn't just like. Wait, a, I thought the pilgrims were. Oh, sorry, they were friends. Yeah, weren't sorry, the pilgrims were friends. friends with those people? They did you see? The, they were good guys. Yeah, there was there were those paintings of them shaking hands. Yeah, yeah right. And that was really nice. Yeah, it's yeah. it's weird because that mural the other side shows the genocide that happens after, but uh, <sighs> that didn't make it into the Capitol building. Um, so even as they go on on Fox with all this, Tucker Carlson even during his hour said, you know, they're demanding that you cancel Thanksgiving dinner, okay? And cancel culture has now turned on this holiday. Oh, um, and then. On one of the other uh, Fox shows, they did a, they had a graphic that said "War on Thanksgiving" that had like a, a turkey on it, and well, it looks like tomatillos and some other stuff. It turns out it's a fucking stock image of a Mexican dish called tinga de pavo, mm -hmm. and that's what they used as their representation for the war on Thanksgiving was a Mexican cuisine dish. That because the lazy fucking graphics person just was like turkey roasted there that that's that's because uh, Trump promised that uh, Mexico would fight the war on Thanksgiving. Oh, for us. probably. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Uh, and this is where it starts. Be aware if you see these if you suddenly see spices on your turkey or something like that. It's just a odd. We've been infiltrated. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it goes like every other. There's a just. It seems like this whole war on Thanksgiving thing. Maybe this is the newest round. It comes in and out, but there have been past headlines. Opinion, the war on Thanksgiving before the war on Christmas. Nothing is sacred anymore with the odious, joyless outlook of some on the left. <laughs> they have targeted a beloved holiday when family members travel together and be with one another. A day to take stock and be thankful for what you have. A day to commemorate a day when there was a peaceful friendship between pilgrims and Indians. Yeah. Oh, no! Oh, boy. Oh. By marking it as a reminder of genocide. Well, uh, let's be real here. Who, who stole but, whose like, land? Well, but yeah, this, um, is, this is my mom's first year as she's a second grade teacher and she's like going going off book for Thanksgiving lessons and like not. Oh, really? Well, Obscuring history. She's like, everyone, we're reading a people's history of the United States. <laughs> well, she's, <laughs> she's not being like what here's what a genocide is, but just like not teaching the fake stuff. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. And she's like, what if someone gave you blankets that had smallpox on it? You'd be pretty pissed off. Would that off, be nice? Right? Would you be Would you that'd, be happy about that? That'd be mean. This is it's the the whole reason they're protecting it too is not for family or anything or no. feeling thankful. They're definitely not. They don't give a shit about being thankful. It's all because Thanksgiving is the foreplay to capitalism's fuck fest of the year yeah. of Black Friday. Right, right, that, right. That's the yeah. whole, that's the whole reason why like you need all these people. You need the families to be together so that the next day after they just like gorge themselves 
mom can drag them like can to we just go to the fucking point. wall and like soothe ourselves with buying shit yeah i think also too like thanksgiving is like the kickoff dinner to like manifest destiny just roll up the fucking continent basically and steal everything mm-hmm. too it's like i mean this was like this was sort of like the like the, the ribbon cutting mm-hmm. you know it's for true. the rest of it um and then just another one that said activists wage war on thanksgiving the newest target of liberal academic activists, Thanksgiving. Here are the details on the activities of the University of Virginia's progressive warriors. And then they go on to just do all this shit. Anti-Thanksgiving pot- potluck will be a chance to discuss Thanksgiving from a Native American perspective. Unbelievable. Oh, God. Who would ever? Please. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, you know, uh, sorry to the conservatives, but Thanksgiving's canceled. Yeah. Sorry. Well. Um, but I will still eat it. Devastating. Yeah. yeah. I'm still hungry. Yeah. Well, this this made me feel really good because I was like, I'm not going home this year for Thanksgiving or Christmas. And I was like, I'm doing my part in the war. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm a exactly. soldier <laughs> by remaining very still. I think we need to make more words, uh, more merch. Veteran of the war on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Veteran of the war on Thanksgiving. <laughs> war on thanks- Thanksgiving war veteran. Well, Sem- because- Semper Fry. Well, yeah. Because- <laughs> <laughs> well, because we, we are talking about Christmas, I do need to mention that uh-huh. last night I started uh, working on the new Santa University script. Oh, when can we? Well, then I mean, well, I mean, I it's am, an annual tradition. We will be ready for your offering this Just year. Just get ready. I mean, you're Dan Santa as always. Uh, I can't read and I look like shit. Yeah, that's the only two characters. The only thing about Dan Santa, I love him. He doesn't grow, he doesn't change. I'm very method, very method when it comes to (laughs) that. All right, we're going to take another break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Um, And Disney Plus has already announced... That they have hit 10 million subscribers already. Okay, listen. They I, were supposed to hit eight by the end of the year. I hate big business, but uh, some of you know the and the, I tweeted this too, but the the animals from Zootopia make are you sexy. Horny? Yeah. yeah, I think you said so make I you horny. Say, I, I believe. said make me horny. I went yeah. I went off script. Yeah, I'm, but they're I'm just sexy. Want, I want your words to. The you rabbit know, be is true. sexy. The rabbit is. Wait, so you like Disney? You are like. Doing stuff with your hands, I can feel your. I'm wringing my hands, yeah. I'm pulling at my you skin. You are at your something is active within you. The animals from Zootopia uh-huh. are sexy. What is it about Zootopia? <laughs> I don't know. I've only seen, I know that there's a social message in there, but I'm just there for the cute animals. The, there, I remember it was. Are you a furry? Maybe the yeah, one. Yeah, maybe the one for me was a uh, lady. Or Maid Marian from uh, the, oh. the, the oh the one the fox hot. Robin and Hood yeah. Robin, Robin I like and that Hood. she was a fox but she was chased yeah <laughs> she wore, oh, she wore yeah. a veil she wore a little veil yeah was she, she a fox a also she was also a fox mm-hmm. yeah did she have breasts sort of mm-hmm. there was implied Weird. cleavage yeah. there was oh yeah. like underneath her gown she was mm-hmm. clearly wearing a bra for a heaving foxes. bosom mm-hmm. yeah ah yeah. interesting. Um, well, I just, what was the news again? Oh, yeah. Sorry. We got <laughs> We're all jerking off to Disney, right? Disney animals. Ooh, all right. Horniest Disney animal. Let me think uh, for okay. me. Oh, Lola Bunny. No, that's not Disney. No. That's no. Warner Brothers. No. no, then it doesn't work. All right. Well, that's the only one I have love for. Um, yeah. So apparently the projections were 8 million by the end of the year, but I think those could change because I'm sure there are plenty of people who are just on that seven day free trial to see the Mandalorian and then they'll sure. figure out if they want to stay. I don't know what the Mandalorian is and I don't care to it's find for, out. It's for Star Wars heads. It's about, a, it's about a bounty hunter. Yeah, exactly. That's fun. Werner Herzog is in it. Yeah. He's in is, it? Werner yes. Herzog is in. It's, very, it's like, yeah. The, the, the oh, simulation is really fucking itself in new and exciting ways. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> and he was okay. throwing shade at like John Favreau. Uh, being like he's so like weird. I'm not familiar with the films he's made <laughs> then you're like okay asshole just put I, on this fucking suit and fucking shoot a I laser I like that he's like I know I'm playing ball with the biggest conglomerate in the world but I'm still punk rock mm. yeah hell yeah fuck John Favreau uh, yeah I mean I'm definitely gonna binge a uh, shout out to my boy Chris uh, who let me uh, use his login I will see how it works I'm a little we talked about this the other day but the Simpsons being cropped in 69 mm, rubs me the wrong way a little bit sure but I'll have to see for myself my cat's um, scared of Homer Simpson. Your cat is scared of Homer Simpson. Also, so. breaking news: you have a new kitten. I have a cat. I'm all scratched up. Yes, you have Aww. Sunny. You have Sunny. The what do you call him? Like a alt right troll dog. Sunny. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got a red pilled. He's red pilled. He's, he's red definitely red pilled. Sure. He, he's act. He's going for men's rights forever. Oh right, because it started yeah. with you just showing him YouTube videos of other dogs, but the algorithm. Yes. 
you come home and he's like a QAnon truther. Knee deep in my ex Ben Shapiro's videos. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So, so Sonny, I feel like I learned a lot of things with my oldest mm-hmm. uh, because he's pretty much, I've pretty much discounted him of like, oh, well, Jesus, like, there's no, Lost I mean, cause. he's not going to, I leave the blue pill out every morning. He never takes it. Yeah. Right. But this cat, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do better. Like I okay. have a little cat named Flea. But it, I turned on The Simpsons yesterday when I signed up for Disney Plus, and he kept like going out and then like looking at the animation and then running away. Oh no! I know he was scared of it. Is it just Homer, or is it? It's the, probably is the, it aspect, it's the aspect ratio. It's the aspect yes. ratio. I think that he's gonna be like <laughs> a different kind of horrible person in the, from Sunday. Oh, he's gonna be like really into stuff like that. He's gonna be on Letterboxd. Yeah. yeah. He's, in, he's like an oh, SC film long, school bro. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. Like, yeah. You got the Steelbook version? He's gonna be like, yeah, the story wasn't good, but the cinematography fucking ruled. Like yeah. he's gonna go see Gemini Man. Oh like, right. It's gonna be bad. He's like, really? If you think, I mean, every shot should be like in and of itself a breath taking image every frame no is shot. a painting exactly yeah. Yeah. and you're like oh please and he vapes yeah. um so <laughs> uh moving on uh just to some pop culture stuff um i just wanted to point out moby was celebrated his 32 years of being a vegan mm-hmm. with sick ass tattoos oh my um, god from kat von d yep. he got animal rights just down his arms like in a really lame Everything is lame about this. I mean, he's already got that vegan for life neck tattoo. Mm-hmm. It's just, it reminds me of like a middle schooler that's just like, this one thing about me is everything about me. You think me. He, did, yeah. he did this to like embarrass himself with these tattoos because previously when you searched his name, it was like weird shit with Natalie Portman. I, I think there's, I think that what I didn't know about Moby when that stuff came out was that he was like a terrible addict um back in the day like he was like oh. a, a terrible drunk and and like hardcore drugs and stuff but i think mainly alcohol but he this is totally that person this is the person that is sober and is like needs to do something needs to do something Get and so rush. they they go for the i mean and also the thing about it is that like it just look it doesn't look it looks bad it looks like he yeah. found the um, stencil letters that you get at like Michael's. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, he just like true. He stick poked an entire yeah. phrase. Like how? It doesn't look good. And I'm... also the Kat Von D. Like that. Why would Kat Von D. Want credit for that? You know. It's funny when you go God. by the, her tattoo shop and like there's always people like gawking in there like, oh man. I remember 2007. I remember LA Inc. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Wow. Okay. It's a whole thing. Her makeup's okay. Um, and you know, I, I do want to talk Jamie a little bit about, um, a story that is very relevant to you, um, was, the yeah. animatronic, the band at Chuck E. Cheese. I'm, I'm sorry right. for getting their name wrong. So yeah, it's, uh, it's Mr. Munchie's make-believe band. Mr. Yes. Munchie's make-believe band. Not Munchie's Munches. Thank oh, you. Sorry, Mr. Uh, Munches. They've been together for 40 years. You've had plenty of time to learn their names. names right. And this uh, is the, an- so for those, the animatronic band that is inside a many a Chuck E. Cheese, but has been being Some. phased out. For a couple of years. Okay, so this was actually, this is terrible news. This is the worst news of the day. And the okay. impeachment. Yeah. <laughs> so what is happening? Okay. Uh, so in 2017, Chuck E. Cheese announced that they were going to slowly start phasing out the animatronics, which launched me into a long investigation of the history of them, which if you haven't educated yourself on what the history of the animatronic band is. It's pretty wild. There were these uh, wild uh, 80s wars between the two pizza places, Showbiz Pizza and uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Mm. Uh, There are so many. I'm like, I I can't wait for the movie of this. Yeah, that you're writing. That I, I'd hope you would write that Desperately. Right after Santa University comes out, (laughs) this is going to really take first position for (laughs) me. Right. Uh, but it, you know, it's like the Chuck E. Cheese was founded by the uh, founder of um, Atari, and then he creates this restaurant, and then uh, oh, I had no idea. Oh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So, so Chuck E. Cheese was invented for to have a restaurant to promote Atari games, basically. Oh, so, like the arcade oh, games would be with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Goes deep. shit. Yeah, and then uh, their main competition, Showbiz Pizza, had these amazing animatronics that were made by this like young uh, inventor genius named Aaron Fector, who had 
like was like one of those classic like good inventor terrible businessman yeah. where he invented whack-a-mole and then got swindled by a carny and ended up losing the rights to whack-a-mole so he didn't Aww. have any money then he invented anima like these restaurant animatronics and then ended i mean it just that it, would haunt children forever yeah, and he still lives in or like lives and works in Orlando, and it, like is still making stuff. But it's like there's this crazy legacy, uh, and they're they're finally taking him out. If anyone in Zeitgang knows how I can get one, I will travel. I will spend every cent to my name. I'll start a Kickstarter. I don't give a fuck. I like I want to get one of these things. But do you want the whole band or just any any one of the band members? I don't have the infrastructure for for a whole band. I could maybe I could house one. If you have, <laughs> if you can get the whole thing, we could put them in the office. I could. Re, you have to be that really careful. That would be wild. That'd be great. What if you walked in and that was the you first thing no. you see? I mean, we, look, we have a gigantic twenty yeah, foot. You know, version we of do. the note from yeah, Jersey Shore. That's I think true. we can respect popular culture and bring in the whole. Was it Mr. Munch's? Mr. Munch's make believe band. It's a four. Band. It's a four. And who are the band. members? So you have Mr. Cheese. Uh-huh. And right? he goes by Mr. Cheese? Uh, no. Well, Ch- Chuck E. Cheese, that's the whole thing. Because much like Mr. Mucus, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, he, a ton, he used to be a c- cigar-smoking rat. And now he's uh-huh. a mouse who skateboards. Oh, great. It's a whole thing. He uh, found Christ. He found God. <laughs> he's a and he changed species. He's and a skateboarding he, youth he va- pastor. He vapes now. He yeah. vapes now. <laughs> and and he's, the vo- he's voiced by the lead singer of Bowling for Soup. I did not wow. know that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's Mr. Cheese. So there's Mr. Cheese. There's my personal favorite, and I would prioritize this over all the others, Pasquale. Uh-huh. Pasquale is the Italian pizza chef. He plays the drums, and he does stand-up comedy at the Laferoni. They show videos of it at Chuck E. Cheese. Wait, he's an, is he like a racist caricature of an Italian chef? Yeah, like a, like a big mustache with like, like curly hair coming out the sides or something? Yeah, wait, hold on. I got so Wait. Song. It's time once again for a few jokes from this? our resident pizza oh, chef and one of the stand-up This is why I do Take what it I away, do. Pasquale. Alan, is this why it's you do what you do? It's time for more jokes from a me, Pasquale. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> I like his intro. <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> so what do you get when you put a radio in the refrigerator? <laughs> what do you get? What do you get? <laughs> give up. <laughs> yes. Cool music. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so this is all oh, some of the amazing... Okay. This is why I fucking do what I do, Miles. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, I'll, I'll give him that. Okay, so there's Pasquale. Who else? Cool yes. music. Uh, then there's Helen. Uh, she's, you know, she's the girl, right? Right. Uh, the, the token representation. Helen she Henny. <laughs> she's a bird, right? Helen Henny. She's a bird. Yeah, I remember her. Uh, it kind of invokes the Bert, Birdie from McDonald's Land, but oh, predates okay. Birdie. Birdie's a ripoff of Helen, make no mistake. Okay. And then there's Jasper Jowls, uh, who's on the dog, dog, who the cowboy dog. Uh, And that's that's your band. Okay. That's your band, baby. So now, but it has been announced, right? Because 2017, I remember you first went on a journey because they announced that they're like, we're going to start phasing this whole shit out. And then they kind of didn't do that. Or like, at least in this area, everything sort of remained the same. Where if in your area, if your Chuck E. Cheese opened before 2005, you probably still have most of the band. And now where are we at now? It's, It's been announced this week, I guess that they're like, okay, we're actually taking them out. But where are they going? Like, what? Right. I don't know. Right. I, but the characters aren't going away. They have like they have this whole thing in, uh, I think they're like based out of Austin where they make all these videos, but they're with puppets now. They're not with animatronics. Ugh. They release a lot of cursed content on YouTube. I highly recommend. There's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a parody of uh, Ice Cube's. Uh, good day uh-huh. <laughs> from Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> called Another Chucky Day. So there's a lot. With, may, may I? With the Isley Brothers sample too? No, well, may I? Yeah. It's, they don't got that kind of money, but it's clear what they're doing. And it's parodying the music video too. Well, it's a brand new day and the sun is out shining. Birds are chirping, everything is fine. And as I open up my eyes, I just gotta say, got the feeling that it's gonna be another Chucky day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like this. this so great. you know, there the the legacy lives on. They gotta they gotta videos. play Coachella. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, they. Isn't I can see them dark? in the Gobi tent. Wait, why doesn't Chucky e. Cheese just move into the hologram? Uh, thing that's happening now 
Okay. Isn't everything now turning into like hologram performances? I wish, like, I feel like yeah. that would work because the, the they, thing they with do that. the animatronics, I guess that they were scaring kids. Yeah, they, I mean, I for year, for decades. For decades. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to miss the animatronics. I'm very sad. Uh, so if you live near a full band, go pour one out. You can have up to two blue moons before they cut you off there. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. 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 Blue moon. I mean, you know, parents, a lot funny. of you see a lot of videos of parents fighting at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, it's one of the most... Like, best places to get into yeah. a fight with someone. Yeah, with another adult who's stressed out about their financial situation and as like, their kids demand presents. I, yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. It's and, like, don't don't believe the Shane Dawson stuff. That's Wait, awesome. what? Shane Dawson made a whole video spreading lies about the oh, food shit. at Chuck E. Cheese. Are you, are you trying to come for Shane Dawson right now? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Brave, no, brave. He said he said that they reheat pizza that people leave on the table oh and yeah then i remember that, that oh, whole thing come on. It's, it's pandering for views pathetic if you ask wow me. yeah you should go into his restaurant i should yeah where's your whoa what do you do with your pizza yeah shane you, dawson i think he was living in north hollywood for a while because i remember someone i knew was like some some youtuber named shane dawson like lives near my mom I, really? I, uh, one of the first jobs I ever had in Los Angeles uh-huh. was writing jokes for Shane Dawson. Really? What? Uh, this is like a long, long, long ass time ago. This How is like, thick was that oh NDA you had to This is like 2010 or something. I don't know if Are I Are you did. putting everything at risk right now talking Who about gives this? gives a fuck. Wow, great. <laughs> it was, but it's no, he, he does, he, he lives in the Valley. He lived, or at least at the time. Yeah. With his mom, they had like seven little fucking dogs. It was insane. Oh, wow. And, and, and I remember his mom was just watching Nancy Grace like on full blast. <laughs> it's like you hear about this Jody Arias. Like, Literally, oh. no. It was, it was about Casey. It was about it was the ca- uh, yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> you do love to see it. I've been watching a lot of Dateline recently, um, and I just watched a, a real in-depth thing about Jody Arias. Didn't really, I didn't didn't really nice realize what was going on there. Oh well, there you go. That it was a thing. Complicated woman. Yeah. Yeah. Very. She was uh, very smart. She's like very cool in those interviews. I was like, damn, this fool's this this motherfucker trying to get it. Um, anyway, that is that's about that for us. Alan, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This for fun. coming by. Yeah. Where can people find you, follow you, watch you? You have a special coming up. Yeah, yeah. watch me. Watch me on November 15th. Or if this I guess this will come out by then. Yeah. yeah November, tomorrow. No, tomorrow, uh, November 15th, eleven thirty PM on Comedy Central, ten thirty Central. Um yeah, watch me there. I'm at Totally Allen on everything. A L L E N. Find me. Cool. Uh, Jamey. Yes. How about, how about yourself? Well, uh, I'm uh, on Twitter.com at Jamie Loftus Help. I'm on Instagram at Jamie Cry Superstar. And I'm releasing my podcast about my year in Mensa that's called My Year in Mensa uh, around Thanksgiving time. It should be available for pre subscribing as soon as iTunes emails me back. Nice. Yep. Um, and uh, oh, Alan, I forgot to ask you is there a tweet that you're liking uh, that you want to shout out? Okay. Just because you. <laughs> Shouted out or shouted against the Koch brothers earlier, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Megan Beth Keister mm-hmm. has one, yeah. and it's it's just I'd like to buy the world, but that's a quotation attributed to a Coke. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh boy, mm, they did a pretty good job. Um, and Jamie, tweets you like uh, again? I'm gonna shout out my girl Corey Johnson. Uh, Corey at Corey T. Johnson. Uh, here's a tweet Hulu, $13, Netflix, $12, <laughs> HBO Max, $15, Disney Plus, $7, Amazon Prime, $9, Casey Anthony, OnlyFans, $450, <laughs> CBS All Access, $6, total $512 a month for streaming and entertainment services. Explain how this was supposed to save us money over cable. <laughs> I just I retweeted that this morning or whatever, and then like a guy was like. Um, you're not supposed to waste your whole life watching TV. You're supposed to go out and do something in the world. And I was just like, Thanks, Dad. dude, you. Thank you so much. Do you have a book so, I can buy? So she's innocent, right? Yeah. <laughs> When's your book, Unsolicited Fucking Advice Nobody Asked You For, Asshole, come out? Um, I'm Miles Gray. You can find me at Miles sure. of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. A tweet I like is from Matt Binder at Matt Binder. Stephen Miller via leaked email. I am a white supremacist, the right. It is impossible to decipher this message. <laughs> dem, dem via leaked email. Let's order pizza. The right. There's a secret pedo ring being run in the basement of a DC pizza place, and I've decoded what each topping means. 
Um, and then another one from at lame ravioli Gachel. Um, it says, if straight girls can have girl crushes, lesbians can have boy crushes. I choose Mr. Bean. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, shout out to you, sir. Uh, What's his name? Rowan Atkinson. Rowan right? Atkinson. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. And also, I know y'all have been waiting and you thought I was lying, but the trailer for my new podcast, 420 Day Fiance, with my co host Sophia Alexandra. That trailer is dropping today at 10 a.m. Eastern. So maybe if you listen in early, uh, look forward to that. It's the new show where Sophia and I, you know, uh, we have an elevated <laughs> discussion about our favorite trash reality show, 90 Day Fiance. I'm very excited to share this with you all. And I hope you like it. I hope you like 90 Day Fiance. I hope you will support. Uh, if not, you know, check out the trailer. Decide for yourself. But please help me out. Um, yeah, you can find us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We got a website, dailyzeitgeist.com. We have a Facebook fan page. And then on the website, yeah. you can check out our episodes uh-huh. and our footnotes. footnotes. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, we also post that. We also post the songs that we write out on. Which and today what? will be a song by Floating Points called King Bromeliad. Um, and, you know, it's just... Just like a little, you know, little, little dance tune. You know? I'm sure Get it's your shoulders good, loose. but I have my fingers crossed for another Chucky day. <laughs> you know what? You want to go out on a Chucky song? Of Just tell I me. Did. You know what? Literally, I will. I actually. I will seed my. I will seed. <gasps> I will seed my time. I will wow. yield my time wow. to the gentle lady from always, Zambonia. Always, I am growing more powerful. Okay, yes. let's do it. Let's do it. Well, just tell us what it is. That's what we're oh, gonna write out. Is, on. Okay, this is another Chucky day <laughs> by. I, you know, I, they don't write. They Dr. Don't, Cheese. They just want to keep up the illusion it's Dr. Cheese produced. Snoop Deal Double Cheese. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll actually play that after when we're fully done. Okay. <laughs> the show I was like, I need to, to start. <laughs> no, they will get their cheese on. Um, and yeah, also, just to remind y'all, the uh, Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. Um, you know, and if you're looking for more, uh, check out the iHeartRadio app. You know, or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Okay? So get into that. And without further ado, the Chuck E. Cheese song. I will see y'all tomorrow, and thank you all for everything. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It's a brand new day, and the sun is out shining. Birds are chirping, everything is fine. And as I open up my eyes, I just gotta say, got the feeling that it's gonna be another Chucky day. Lay my head on back down, I want to stay in bed, but I found that I just can't dally as my day begins. I got to be a Chuck E. Cheese's hanging with my friends. Hop out of bed like a kangaroo. I just make it through all the morning things I got to do. I brush my teeth till I get them both shiny. Been soaking in the bathtub is where you're gonna find me. Fresh dressed. You know I get props in my yellow C t-shirt and my red low tops. A balanced breakfast and a cup of